This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Thanks, Dania, for the news. Of course, it is 12.06 here in the studio. Welcome to Enterprise BizBytes. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm going to be with you for about the next hour or so. Today's topic of discussion, we'll be talking about this idea of lazy management and fake work and how they're strangling the tech industry. So this phenomenon of fake work is steadily gaining attention in major tech corporations, and it's raising considerable concerns regarding company culture and efficiency. Fake work refers to the tasks that often carry no discernible impact on a company's broader objectives. This includes things like creating unnecessary reports, having unproductive meetings, you've all been to one or two of those, and performing tasks that only exist to justify an employee's role or to embellish uh, a manager's portfolio. And the roots of this issue are deeply embedded in the culture and structure of tech giants such as Amazon, Google, Salesforce, Microsoft, and a whole bunch of others. And and this report uh, has suggested that these corporations have over time developed complex hierarchies with a significant number of managerial roles, manager roles just for the sake of it. And this trend has led to power struggles and political maneuvering, which in turn results in an abundance of this fake work. And this situation has been exacerbated by situations where a manager gets promoted or a project falls apart and the team is shuffled from one part into another part of the business. Now, it's been happening everywhere and former employees of some of these companies have spoken out about the frustrations of being put in part of this cycle, pointing out how this culture not only creates an illusion of productivity – but also hinders substantial work from getting done. And it's argued that this culture often favours those who are better at storytelling and making it almost impossible to perform and complete simple tasks. And over the past year, tech companies have started addressing this issue primarily through layoffs. These moves have been framed as attempts to increase efficiency and productivity. So CEOs from companies like Meta and Alphabet have publicly announced their dedication to creating a more efficient and productive working environment. Strategies include cutting down redundant meetings, asking employees to make stronger and specific agendas for those necessary meetings, and urging middle managers to contribute individually or leave. Now, While some of these measures might seem drastic, it's important to note that this does not necessarily represent a direct addressing of the problem of the workplace culture that leads to fake work. Some of these companies have downplayed concerns about their culture, and representatives have often been rejected, and that notion that such of these anecdotes represent the broader experience of their employees. Industry insiders and experts have differing opinions on whether these measures will bring about real change. Some believe the fake work trend is reaching a natural conclusion, with companies that overhired now going through significant layoffs. Yet, others say that these companies need more drastic cultural change to undo years of fake work. And according to them, the layoffs aren't making material changes to these businesses. And addressing this issue of corporate bloat and poor management requires more than just a few layoffs. Some experts agree that clear communication, proper incentives, and a transparent differentiation between roles are vital in resolving this issue. 
And it's crucial that employees understand the overriding purpose of the work that they do. And leaders must incentivize performance rather than social status. But it's not all bleak. Some people argue that a certain level of redundancy can be beneficial if properly managed, contributing to resilience and innovation. Still, careful planning is needed. Employees who left companies like Amazon and found other tech companies vouch for the importance of good leadership, which makes a significant difference in how valued an employee's contributions are. Now, that's all one opinion. I need to get a different opinion. I managed to speak with Derek Toe of Hiredly. They're a leading hybrid recruitment platform for junior to mid-management talent, and he's going to help me shed some light on this topic. So, Derek, uh, thank you very much for joining us. And the first thing I want to ask you, I guess, is how have you seen management practices, uh, particularly those that might be considered lazy, impact the quality of work in the tech and and related industries? Uh, I've come across this term before. I mean, I know we're saying it's what lazy management now, but I've come across this term many, many years ago, maybe eight, 10 years ago, about non-managers. And and non-managers are basically managers who are not actually managing their teams. They're just sitting Mm -hmm. there, uh, but, you know, they're not giving clear direction or they're not giving feedback to the team, you know, mm-hmm. whether positive or negative. They're just sitting there and, you know, running the team without really doing anything. And, and I think part of the reason is because managing is actually quite difficult. You know, um, you know, you're so you always this balance, right, of, you know, whether you're under or over managing your people. Uh, and, and this is even more challenging in the remote setting where you can't actually see someone being active at their work. Now, I understand the belief that it shouldn't just be about their activity. I understand that. And, and it's really more about the results and outcome. But I don't think many companies really know how to manage effectively yet, you know, in this way. Um, and so, you know, if you, you think about it from a manager's point of view, or some manager's point of view, if you overmanage, right, that means you do too much in managing, then people or your team might say that you're a micromanager, right? And they don't like it and they leave. Or if you are managing and you're giving a lot of feedback and, and you know, not all feedback is good. You're going to have, you know, you're going to give some, you know, uh, constructive feedback sometimes. But if the feedback is not delivered very well, or maybe it's not even the manager, maybe it's the, the team that's not hearing or receiving that feedback very well, mm-hmm. then they might also leave. And then the manager gets blamed. Right? So there's some risk involved when a manager is trying to manage their team properly right? because they're delivering like, bad news or bad feedback sometimes. Now, if you think about under-management, so if you under-manage your team, so you just say, you know, you leave them, they do their own thing, um, then some employees uh, can per- actually perceive that to be trust and empowerment. Right? Interesting because your manager is not sticking their hand in, they're not like, giving you feedback on the things that you're doing. They're just letting you do what you want to do, just, just giving you a rough direction. And, oh, you tell me what you want to do and you just do it. Um, but, but when the employees don't hit their goals or the team doesn't hit their goals, mm. uh, the manager won't say that they undermanage, right? That's not what the manager will say. Sometimes you just say, that, oh, this employee underperformed without <laughs> actually thinking about their role, you know, in helping this employee perform. Mm. And, and because of this, I think my sense is that there are many, I'm not saying everyone is like this, but I can see a logical path or a logical safer path 
for some managers to just say, you know, undermanaging is safer, right? I.e., you know, in the phrase that I will hear right now is lazy management. You know, undermanagement is safer or lazy management is safer for their own personal career as a manager. But this is actually a recipe for poor, poor performance and it's actually quite damaging for the career of employees. Okay. Uh, hold on to that thought, uh, Derek. I, I need to take a, a quick break. Uh, and when I come back, though, I want to ask you about um, you know this phenomenon of fake work and how it reflects on the state of leadership and, and management. Folks, if you want to get in touch with us regarding this topic, get us via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number. That's 018-789-8899. You can also get us on Twitter at BFM Radio. Of course, we are speaking about this idea of lazy management and fake work and how it could be strangling the tech industry here and elsewhere. We'll be right back after these messages with some music from Weezer as well with The World Has Turned and Left Me Here, here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Beating Fickle Mindsets, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Weezer there with The World Has Turned and Left Me Here. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bites. My name is Rich Bradbury. Today on today's topic, we're speaking about lazy management and fake work and about how they're strangling the tech industry. This phenomenon is steadily gaining attention in major tech corporations, raising considerable concerns regarding company culture and efficiency. Fake work, if you don't already know, refers to the tasks that often carry no discernible impact on a company's broader objectives, including actions like creating unnecessary reports, having unproductive meetings and performing tasks that only exist to justify an employee's role or to embellish a manager's portfolio. If you've got any experience about this, let me know via WhatsApp 018-789-8899. We'll uh, mention it here on the show. Of course, I'm speaking with Derek Toe of Hiredly. They are a leading hybrid recruitment platform uh, for junior to mid-management talent, and he's helped me uh, shed some light on this matter. So just before before the break, Derek, I asked you about um, whether or not you'd seen these management practices uh, impacting the quality of work in the tech and related industries. But I want to ask you, in your opinion, how does this phenomenon of, of fake work reflect on the state of things like leadership and, and of management? Um, I mean, the concept of fake work is interesting. I mean, my understanding of it is that, you know, you have employees who, let's say, they're not actually working, like, you know, they're relaxing, like watching TV or something during work hours, but they're delivering their work uh, or, or, or they appear to be delivering their work. And so you're not, they're not working the full, I don't know, eight, nine hours or something like that. And I, I think, you know, there's always this big argument of if the employee is efficient and they deliver their results and they just want to relax with the extra time they created, is that an issue? Mm. You know, and I, I actually empathize with that position. Um, and I, I can also see this happening uh, when employees are not actually engaged, right, with the goals of their company. Mm-hmm. So for them, it's just a job, you know? I mean, I have no real incentive, right, to say that, you know, they, they, they want to take up more or they want to contribute more. There's no, you know, because they're not really that engaged right with the with the direction or you know goals of the company right so i believe when it comes back to leadership you know effective leadership is when we can actually create a culture or an environment where the team actually wants to be efficient but they're also inspired to contribute to do more right there's a clear north star vision 
everyone's pointed in this direction and and they they want to be they want to work faster but after they work fast they they feel that hey I want to take on more there's there's more stuff that needs to be done here for us to achieve our north star together and I I I I I would love to say that this is ideal but in practice it's actually <laughs> not easy to do right um so I mean even in highly you know we we've been through ups and downs of this or try to manage uh situations where you know, what's the line between results and like how much time someone is working and how do we get someone, you know, or how do we get the team to be inspired by the goal so that they are, you don't have to control them, that they actually want to do it, they actually engage. That is really ideal. But like I said, it's not easy to do. Mm. Um, the other problem sometimes when it comes to how, yeah, I guess, leadership management contributes to this whole fake work phenomenon is, um, you know, sometimes managers also just overhire without thinking clearly mm. about what roles or what direction to give their teams, right? So if they, they've given a budget for headcount, you just say, but just, oh, okay, I'll just keep hiring. The more people, the better, right? I, I believe the instinct is just to maximize those headcount or hires and then figure out later what direction to give them. Because if I have more people in the team, then whatever goals are given, uh, you know, whatever challenge we post later, the more, the better, right? We have more hands, we have more time, and it's a nice safety cushion for the manager. But what happens is that many of these talented people who get hired, right? They, they come in and they get asked to do things that are ineffective. Sometimes the strategy within the team is not clear. They lack very clear goals and it's very misaligned. So what happens is they feel like they're working very hard at something, but they don't get the results that they want. Right. Right. And then their career gets stagnant mm. and they get demotivated. And then, and then when they get demotivated, it then leads to this entire fake work phenomenon. You know, so I, I, I don't believe that most people set out not to do their best work. Most people don't set out to be disengaged from their work, right? And um, this is something also that happens, right? When the manager is not thinking very clearly about the strategy and and what roles they actually need, and they just maximize the, the number of people in their team. Okay, so with these issues, you know, including lazy management, how does it affect the dynamics of the job market, um, particularly in, in things like talent attraction and, and talent retention? I believe many companies, you know, they can tell a good story, you know, that attracts talent. Um, so I'm not sure if talent attraction will be impacted that much. Maybe slightly, maybe slightly through reputation, right? If people someone knows some uh, an employee within the company. Um, so in terms of attracting talent, it may not be super obvious, but uh, definitely a little bit more on the retention side. Mm. Uh, my sense is that if a if a manage if management is lazy and very hands off, right? Um, the problem is that, that this negative impact sometimes is not very obvious to employees. Most of the time, like, it's very easy to identify a, a poor manager based on how they communicate or how, how respectful they are to their team, you know, whether they're trying to control the team and empower them. So these are very obvious traits of you know, whether someone is like a good or bad manager, right? Mm -hmm. If you think mm -hmm. about it in more conventional terms. The problem sometimes with lazy management or someone that's not actually managing well or not managing, right? They're just like letting you do whatever, give you the wrong direction, right? The problem with this is that um, when the manager doesn't 
give clear direction and, and just sets the team off on some wild goose chase to be busy doing work that's ineffective and doesn't actually contribute to the company goals, it actually takes a longer time to realize this, you know, that the manager is not managing well. In fact, sometimes some employees might even fall into the illusion that their manager is actually a good manager, is empowering them, right? And the manager can, the manager can even say, that, oh, it's the company, right? The company is why your career is not growing. Mm. Uh, and they're not taking accountability for the fact that in reality, the strategy and direction that the manager set for the team is all wrong, right? And that's why um, people are not producing the impact that they want and they get demotivated. So, so I think in short, of course, staff retention will suffer if there is lazy management, but I suspect it's not going to suffer in an obvious way. Okay, so a lot of what we spoke about, uh, or rather what I, I spoke about in the, in the introduction, is about how this is um, mainly affecting what seems to be the tech industry. And how do you think that the, that particular industry can restore trust and things like credibility in light of these concerns about this ineffective management practice? I don't pretend to be the expert here as, you know, I myself, we're learning through a lot of ups and downs and a lot of like good and painful experiences and highly. Um, and I, I definitely 100% agree that building trust and credibility is very important. Um, and I believe that it all goes back to having a good strategy that will work, right? Mm -hmm. A good strategy that will work and clearly communicating and assigning the right work to the team based on this strategy. Right, so if you have the wrong strategy, then everything just is is just wrong, right, all the way down. And especially if people are not, you know, if you know the communication is not really there. Uh, this will of course start with managers having to think at a higher level. I think uh, managers shouldn't just be thinking, oh, you know, how to maximize my KPIs. You know, they should, and how to maximize my headcount. The more important question they should be thinking about is not how big is my team, which is a very common vanity metric for some managers, right? Or the bigger the team is, I'm a more important manager. Yeah, yeah. But it's more of what roles are needed in my team to achieve our objectives and then work forward to hit count, right? And this actually ensures that every person in the team has clear direction. When you're high, we, you know, we know exactly what they're supposed to do and they know what they're supposed to do and how it creates that impact, right? And, and they can see the impact at work. Uh, and, and once we're able to do that, this will then eventually come back as potential career growth uh, opportunities because, because they're, they're doing great impactful work and, and therefore they, they will grow. So I actually think it actually starts off with that, with having a very clear strategy and a very good communication and managers deciding on hires and roles based on what's needed, not just to maximize the size of their team. Right. Hold that thought, Derek. Uh, I'm going to take another short break. Uh, and when I come back, I want to speak to you about the um, larger societal impact that something like this might have uh, and, and look at the future of work, you know, particularly in terms of job roles like you've just mentioned there. Uh, we've got some ads coming up, though, first, folks, and then we've got some music from The Killers with Jenny was a friend of mine. Don't go anywhere. And if you do have any comments regarding this topic, if you've been involved in something like this, you know, fake work, uh, do let us know. Get us via our U Mobile WhatsApp 
number. 018-789-8899 is the number. We'll be right back after these messages here on Enterprise Biz Bites on BFM 89.9. Break from monotony. BFM 89.9. My name, of course, is Rich Bradbury. If you're only just joining us right now, we're talking about this idea of lazy management and fake work and about how they're strangling the tech industry. And this well, it's not just the tech industry. It's quite a lot of industries right now. And this phenomenon, it's staying, uh, steadily gaining attention amongst major tech companies and even smaller tech companies. And it is raising considerable concerns regarding company culture here, there, and everywhere, and efficiency. So fake work, if you don't already know, I mean, it sounds fairly obvious and fairly kind of self-explanatory, but it refers to things like, you know, tasks that have no impact on the company's broader objectives, including things like creating unnecessary reports, unproductive meetings, performing tasks that only exist to kind of justify an employee's role or to embellish a, a, a manager's portfolio. Um, but to help me kind of get through this, I've been speaking with Derek Toe from Hiredly. Uh, and so far, we've, we've had a good kind of backwards and forwards. But there's a few things that I wanted to kind of pick your brains on, Derek. And one of them is is this, um, I want to know how do you think these issues that we've been speaking about could influence the future of work, uh, particularly in in areas like job roles and, and work structure and employee expectations. Is it going to be any different? Uh, I'm going to take the the answer to this question uh, down sort of, sort of like a different direction. Um, I personally find this to be a highly unpredictable situation, especially when we conflate this with the rise of AI. I mean, it's everyone knows mm-hmm. AI is, you know, companies are learning more and more how to ad- adopt AI into their work practices. And it seems that this, a lot of this fake work and lazy management phenomenon seems to center on the tech industry, which is the place where AI seems to have the most immediate impact right now, right? Or, right. or, or the industry where it's, it's most welcoming to adopt this uh, right now. Um, my sense is, always that if a job can be performed 100% remotely, and we're talking about the future of work here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, without much need for human connection, um, it, it is actually most likely the easiest to be disrupted by AI, right? So it means you don't need a human being there, it's just done through a computer screen, right? You imagine that. And eventually AI can do a lot of this if you don't need a human being there to form that human connection. Right. And so if you ask me to sort of predict the future of work and tying back to say fake work, lazy management, or like this whole remote thing, which I, I believe is connected in some sense, um, I believe we need to bring back that human connection to the workplace, you know, uh, leading to better communication, leading mm-hmm. to better trust, and actually much better professional relationships. Okay then, so with that kind of in mind, what do you think are the potential societal implications if these issues, uh, including obviously lazy management and fake work, continue to persist within these industries? At the end of the day, productivity is the backbone of any economy. So when the nation can produce you know, high quality goods and services efficiently, effectively, 
the economy improves, right? When the economy improves, then, you know, the, the people have better lives, you know, we reduce, uh, eliminate poverty. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's earning improves and, you know, the company attracts more investment, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but if there is a lot of leakage, you know, in terms of like output of work and companies become very inefficient, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of, say capital is allocated, but it's not producing a lot of high quality goods and services uh, where, you know, if it's largely driven by com- you know, management not managing well, right, then if management doesn't manage well, i.e. lazy management, and many people are busy doing ineffective work and then eventually become demotivated and go down this downward spiral of just wanting to do less, i.e. like fake work, etc. Uh, overall, it's just not a good direction. It's not a good culture uh, for a nation to have. And it will have very long-term negative you know, impact to the economy mm. and society as a whole, mm. right? If that just becomes the norm, like everyone's just you know, just doing fake work and they don't really care about the impact. They want to do the minimum and management is not really trying to lead very well. It's it's just going to have long-term impact, a long-term negative impact. And um, I still believe that most people don't set out to want to do the minimum, Mm. right? They don't set out to not be engaged in their work because everyone wants to grow, right? Mm. Everyone, I, I know most people I speak to, they want to grow in their career. Most people I speak to want to be engaged, right? People talk about, you know, love what you do, et cetera. Everyone wants to love what they do. And, and this entire fake management and fake work phenomenon actually creates the exact opposite outcome. So, you know, in short, it's not great. And if you can start with management, sort of improving this at their end, um, it will be quite important for, I guess, any industry right that this is uh, addressed thank you very much Derek uh, folks that was Derek Toe of Hiredly they are a leading hybrid recruitment platform for junior to mid uh, mid management talent to sh- help me shed some light on this topic of uh, fake work and, and lazy management uh, thank you all very much for tuning in of course today and if you did miss any part of this show don't forget you can go back and download the podcast uh, wherever you normally listen to it from we recommend the BFM app that is available in the Apple App Store or Google Play don't go anywhere though because coming up after the one o'clock news of course it is the Breakfast Grill replay how and speaking about remote work how has Zoom Fortunes fared now that the pandemic is over and most workers have returned back to their physical offices. Uh, What other product and services can Zoom offer moving forward to retain stickiness amongst its users? Uh, The Breakfast Grill spoke with Lucas Liu, the uh, Zoom head of Asia and ASEAN, South Korea, Hong Kong and uh, Taiwan to get the answers. Uh, That's all coming up after the one o'clock news. And to take us up there, of course, we have some music starting off in just a moment with Doris Troy. We'll be right back a little bit later on today here on Enterprise on BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.